I was told there would be no math today, but now here I'm thinking about how many cases and six packs do you need to make a hundred bottles of beer on the wall? You got to start with ninety nine. So, so someone's got to well, drink if, that first. If a case has if if a case has twenty four, then you need four cases, and that's almost a hundred. Right. So That'd what do you like shy two four? So you're eight shy. So you need four cases and one eight pack. Okay. To make one hundred, and I know they make some eight packs now. Uh, I haven't been drinking well this year, really, since the second of of this year, but. I do know they make eight packs of, like, the pounders, the 16-ounce cans. I want to say your math is still wrong. Okay. Help us out. Who's good at math here? Richie, I'm looking at you. 96, and then you would need a four-pack? Blondie over here is like... Nope, I've tapped out long ago. Do you have a calculator on your computer? 24, 48, 72, 96. And then a four-pack? Oh, and then a four-pack. There you go. Look at you. Look at the big brain on you. Way to go, Richie Rich. I was told there would be no math. It is the Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live. Captain's Log, start date 01232022. For those of you keeping track, playing the home game. Richie was right. It happens. Yeah. 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 I followed his logic, and thank you for uh, I just wanted to fact check, you you, guys. Thank you for- That's right. Nikki the fact checker. Thank you, blue (laughs) check mark. We'll call it. She's, she's wearing sort of blue on her hoodie, at least. So, is yeah. it blue or is it green? Depends on where. Oh, you're is looking. it one of those like genera hypercolor things from like 1984? It's aqua. Uh, Most people are only going to see the white. Do you guys? Do, I mean, I'm old, so like I remember that. Do you, does this ring a bell to either of you? Where you'd like wear the thing, and the the color of the garment would change color depending on your body heat. No. Yeah. That's like cool. a mood ring that you wear. Yeah. Like the new BMW mood clothing, if you or at least uh, temperature sensitive clothing. Okay. Uh, it was really stupid to me because, well, everybody's armpits were darker. Right? Oh you know? yeah, and that's just <laughs> like duh. yeah, not a good look. Uh, anyway, you are listening <laughs> to Free Talk Live. We are a live call-in radio program. In case you're wondering what you're listening to, the telephone number if you want to join in the conversation tonight is six zero three. Two eight three six one six zero. The numbers you can trust. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. In the studio, it is myself, the Lord Reverend Doctor, soon to be Ambassador Captain Kickass, Nikki, and Richie Rich. You're wondering about the Ambassador thing, aren't you? I, I know about it. Okay, you right, told well, me I won't privately. I won't. Yeah, it's not quite official yet. So, you know. I just want diplomatic immunity. How do I get that? I do too. That's, That's the thing. You know, like whatever it takes to get me diplomatic you know, immunity. I, I don't know that this particular ambassadorship, you know, comes packaged complete with okay. diplomatic immunity. It's not quite uh, a, a government ambassadorship. I would take a fifty percent pay cut to get diplomatic immunity. Everywhere. I I would give up one of the many titles that you know preface. Captain Kickass <laughs> for diplomatic immunity. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to make an ultimate sacrifice here. I give up Which one. one? Which one? I'd go doctor. Okay, yeah. Because, uh, well, first of all, the doctor was honorary. A, a caller gave it to me. 
Oh, okay. Like, I'm in the medical profession. I hereby grant you doctorship. Oh, okay, thanks. I don't think it works like that. Maybe for Dr. Why not? Trey. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, if kings and queens can be like, you're a knight. Okay. You know, like, you know, medical profession give you honorary doctorates are given out to like people who've like accomplished things in life, but they didn't yeah. go to college for okay. like you'll get an honorary doctorate because you made an impact in this particular field of something like that's how it should be. You know? What would your doctorate be in then? Kicking ass? <laughs> You've no. kicked so much ass. No. I now don't Congra- need Dr. I mean, Kickass. Congratulations. A lot, of, a lot of people equate the kickass portion of my name to like kicking ass as I in being violent and fighting, and that's not what it actually means. It's about being the best version of yourself, kicking ass okay. at being me. Right? I'm the captain of myself. I must kick ass at being the captain of myself because I only have myself to blame if I don't. Right? It's about self-ownership and that kind it's of It's like thing. some yoga philosophy over there. Yeah, I it's, see you. It's philosophy for sure. Yeah. You know, uh, I have never done yoga, so and I probably never will. I, my my body don't bend like that. Well, <laughs> you already have, and you don't even know it. Yeah, well, okay. I, I won't cop to it. <laughs> I do like yoga pants, though. They are comfortable. Me too. On certain people. <laughs> <laughs> They're not comfortable to look at in some people, but, you know, eh, whatever. Maybe if they changed colors, I might be more attracted to them on certain people. So, what, we've barely gotten through the intros now? Is that is that where we're at in the show? We banter a lot. I don't know if you've noticed. It, we do. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's a radio show. We're supposed to talk, right? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, talk radio? Be be kind of boring if we just sat here like... We're just, we're just killing time until you call in. At six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Actually, uh, we titled the show "Nano Nads," and this is why, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> New male contraceptive could shrink your nads with nanoparticles. <laughs> Nano Nads. It just sounds to me like you're going in for laser surgery to shrink your junk. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But but tell us it's what's what's really. Can you read that headline again? Because it's it's a it's a lot to take in. No, New- it's not. It's very nano. New male contraceptive could shrink your nads with nanoparticles. It's less to take in than it used to be. So it's it's a contraceptive designed yeah. to present, prevent pregnancy. So in order to do that, they want to shrink your nads. Kind of. Can't you just do steroids like the athletes do? But that doesn't make you infertile. Oh. Actually, well, it can. Uh, and it makes you strong. That's up for debate. (laughs) So there are plenty of contraceptive methods available for women, but men's options are woefully limited. You can either use condoms, which doesn't suit those allergic to latex, or you can get a vasectomy, which stops you from having babies for good, which is actually false because you can reverse a vasectomy, but the reversal doesn't always work. So I wouldn't recommend getting one unless you really like don't want to have kids forever. And in case the article doesn't mention it, uh, there are some extreme people who go to abstinence. Oh, yeah, but that, no. I'm just saying. It's one of the ways. Catholics. Lame. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the natural, the fertility awareness method. But that's, again, going back to the woman and when she's ovulating. So yep. I guess that doesn't really count for male contraceptives. To remedy the situation, researchers are investigating all kinds of alternatives, like the warm water testicle bath we covered a few months ago. And I did look into the warm water testicle bath. We, we did a, sh- a, a bit about that here on the show a did year you? or two ago. It's this little device. Yeah. It was the first time they were offering it. You could get it on like Amazon or whatever. And it's literally what it says it is. Yep, it's it looks a little exactly tub. what you would think it would look like. It's like a little hot tub for your, for your jimmies. 
and we didn't get a sponsorship deal out of this. <laughs> I, you know, I can't contr- uh, mark at, fr- at freetalklive.com. <laughs> if if you're out there and you represent the, uh, the testicle bath, then you know you want to advertise with us. Uh, mark at Free Talk Live. <laughs> so, a study from July 2021 found out that nano contraception could be worth pursuing as a human contraceptive. The method relies on nanoparticles, tiny pieces of metal that are only a thousandth of the width of a human hair in diameter. And um, spoiler alert, if you've been vaccinated against COVID-19, you've probably already gotten the nanoparticle male contraceptive. So, uh, Wait, what? I'm only half joking, but you know how there's all those like conspiracy theories about the nanoparticles and the vaccine and how everybody's the- becoming infertile? But the COVID vaccine is supposed to shrink your nads? No, it doesn't shrink them, but people are talking oh. about the nanoparticles. Okay. So. All right. I'm there only... was a story that it shrunk something. I mean, I, something. I have not yeah. gotten the, the COVID vaccine. I, you know, uh, I'm one of the few, the pure bloods or whatever, yeah. whatever folks are referring to themselves as. I've been vaccinated against all the other stuff, yeah. of course. As a child, my parents sent me to all that crap. And um, there was a. Against my will. There was a place that I went. Uh, I don't want to give it any airtime, uh, but I went. It was a government type of thing, and uh, I was required to get whatever wasn't on my medical records, which was a bunch because, well, I predate computers having your medical records in them. So they're like, well, we can't find your records. We're just going to give you all of them. Yep. I'm like, oh, thanks. You might have tuberculosis. I did have a reaction to the, the TB shot, but it was just a little surface reaction on the arm, and I'm guessing it's because they gave me all of the stuff. Yeah, sometimes if you get vaccinated against it and then they do the testing, it'll show up. So. 603-283-6160. Would you consider taking a contraceptive that gave you nanonets? I don't know. This is kind of a weird one. Still thinking about it? 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up. It's the live Sunday night edition. Come on and tune in to the Sunday night edition, that's tonight, of Free Talk Live. We've got some calls. There's a couple lines open if you want to join us in the conversation tonight. The telephone number you need is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. Talking about I still, I still don't you quite don't say it. understand the the premise here. It's some sort of contraception. New male contraceptive could shrink your nads with nanoparticles. Like hmm. Some men are very proud of the size of their nads, <laughs> for example. So well, well, is it something to be proud of? Well, I don't like, you know. don't really get the pick, man. But the, I mean, it's also you know uh, our our language, if you will. Human's language is filled with all of that stuff, right? Like, okay. like if somebody does something courageous or that kind of a thing, we see it a lot of times in the in the liberty community. Somebody sure. standing up to some some armed thugs with badges and guns, right? Uh, wow, that guy's got balls. He's got yeah. big balls, you know that yeah. kind of a thing. So, wow, nads on him, okay. man, you know that kind of a thing. So the euphemisms work their way into our language. You know, 
I don't personally know anybody going around that <laughs> my nads are bigger than everybody else's. But ACDC wrote a song about it. Okay. Oh yeah, right? it's a classic. So classic. You know, and they got around all the censorship by saying, "No, we're talking about the the it was dance. ballroom dancing." Yeah. Yes. Talk about the dancing. So we'll we'll come back to the the nano nads, but first let's go to Bad Slave calling from New Hampshire. Bad Slave. I you're... Have a lot of people that are. I'm sorry. Big seven zero. Bad Slave, you're on the air. You are caller number fourteen. Hey, Bad Slave. Please press one now. I don't. I have no right. issues. It sounds like he's on another line. We'll come back. Let's go to the unscreened caller from the 843 area oh, code. Oh, snap. Unscreened caller, you're on Free Talk Live. What's your name? Thank you. Um, you were talking about um, having a diplomatic immunity. All you have to do, if you want diplomatic immunity, just get a job with the United States State Department, and um, you should be able to get that pretty Ew. much automatically. Gross. Now it feels disgusting. Not worth it. Oh. I'm sorry, what's well, your you name? I'd probably get double my pay. Hang, hang on, hang on. I'm trying to ask the caller what... What's your name? You, my name's Robert. Hey, Robert. You could also get it with a foreign country. For example, if your forefathers came from the Federal Republic of Germany, uh, in 1913, the German law was that if your father well, was a German... near state, as I could tell, I've only had one father. Not four of them? Yeah. Well, I have two because I have a stepfather, and, um, oh. and of course, I also... Well, that's I also more common. Yeah, no, if you're talking legally, then I actually do have four fathers. Yeah, forefathers. Okay, well, well, you have four grandfather, four grandparents, and eight great grands, and sixteen great. No, I mean because so- of my uh, broken childhood and adoption, and you know, m- from family to family, etc. I actually have four people that legally, at some point in my life, could be referred to as my father. What a downer. Well, well, the thing is, in, in Ger- according to the law of 1913 in Germany, if your father was German at the time you were born, you could you could apply and for and get German citizenship. They changed that law in 1975 to include the mother as well. And uh, once you have that citizenship, they'll give it to you right away, by the way. As soon as you provide the documentation, they give you a certificate of citizenship. Then they'll give you a personal ausweis, which they issue within six weeks, and a, person, and a passport, which they issue within 12 weeks. And then if you want a diplomatic immunity, you apply to get a job as a, um, as a diplomat for the Federal Republic of Germany, and then you, then you have it. Ooh, gross. Why would I work for the government? To get the diplomatic immunity. Yeah, but I mean, if that's, that's like a free pass yeah, to do bad yeah. things. All right. Hey, thanks for the call, Robert. Uh, is that, what's the movie that I'm thinking of where like, it's it's an old, it's probably an 80s, 90s movie. I think it's that like, trope was used a lot in the Diplomatic movies. immunity. It's like the, the, the German, I think he was German or something. Okay. I think it was a, was it a lethal weapon? It may have one been. One of the lethal weapons? That sounds about right. Because I think it was uh, Mur- Murtaugh and Riggs. Wow, I can't believe I'm pulling that out of the memory bank. That hurt. (laughs) I think you're right. Deep, deep into the depths of Captain's memories. There is physical pain pulling out Murta and Riggs from the old memory bank. I remember when Lethal Weapon 4 came out in the theaters, we were like going to go to the drive-in and see it. And because I don't like watching movies out of order, we had to immediately run to Blockbuster and rent all three of the first Lethal Weapons so I could watch them before we went to the movies that night <laughs> and get caught up on them. Power through them. <laughs> Luckily, right. we had like the TV in the van and the VCR. Hey, let's see if uh, Bad Slave is paying attention to us now instead of something else. Bad, Bad Slave, you're oh, on. Oh, that's, uh, that's the highway. That's the... No. Uh, can, sounds, can you, right? Sounds like he's not. Can you get it half pepperoni and half mushroom, please, Bad Slave? 
drop him. No. Drop him, then he'll call back and wonder why we hung up on him. <laughs> you hung and then up he on can me. listen back to the archives and realize. <laughs> over a while. Okay. I keep checking back in on him. Such a nice guy, Kevin. See if he gets the pizza that I ordered. Okay. <laughs> Get a diet Dr. Pepper, no ice. <laughs> I like Dr. Pepper, by the way. I'm a big oh, fan. yeah. I don't like soda, but if I were to drink a soda, it would be Dr. Pepper, I think. I, I recently discovered something called Dr. Pepper Zero. Which is zero sugar. It's not diet Dr. Pepper. Does it Pepper. have aspartame in it? It does, yeah. Yeah, it's, no, you've lost like, me. It's like horrible for you, but it's delicious. So nope. apparently Moxie's a very New England thing. And it's sold out everywhere. Well, Moxie, I, I don't know what you're talking that about. That is I, a throwback to my childhood. You I'm, just ripped that out of the deep depths of I'm my memory. You're I, I've been to, to like eight supermarkets and I can't really? find it. We yeah, ended up at like a, the Christmas it's a soda. tree shop. It tastes awful. It's so it's so gross. I like it. But uh that was what my grandma used to drink. Moxie. So I've sold never out heard everywhere. Of that. Yep. Never heard of that. I've got You're not a local, that's now. why. Yeah. yeah. It was it was it was handed to me. It was handed to me. It was presented to me like this. They put it down in front of me and they said, Drink this. And I went, What am I drinking? They're like, Don't worry about it. Just drink it. I go like I don't drink alcohol, so this is an alcoholic beverage, like please don't. Yeah. They go, It's not. Just drink it. So I drank it. I'm like, oh, good. Like, I'm okay. What was the holdup? And then it was explained to me that it was a terrible New England drink yep. that's only available here huh. in this parts of the country, but now not even that. It's nowhere has is it terrible? So, okay. So, I this, enjoy is, it. this is it, the deal with Moxie. It's okay. like black licorice, right? You either love it or you hate oh, it. It tastes like black No, it, it doesn't oh, taste okay. like licorice, but it's like that type of concept. Okay. Like, you either love it or you hate it. It's like the Grateful Dead. You either love them or you hate them. Or you think they're okay. Um, okay, I'm, well, that kind of just disproves my theory, but never mind. I'm not a fan, but I respect them. Yeah. I was just trying to quote Jerry. Moxie. So did you guys ever anyways. do anything where like, somebody's lost their moxie, and you're like, no, it's right here. No, I just, every you know, I, I bought a case a couple of months ago and then took it to the local, you know, new mover party here. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just going to be that guy. I'm just going to be the guy that brings them. And then they've been sold out for like the past three months. Hmm. Can't find it. Christmas tree shop had like bottles of it, so now I got did, a four pack of bottles at home. Did it get consumed at those. the party? Did like folks were as soon as I set item? it on the table, one dude like ran up. He's like, "Oh, dude, you brought Moxie!" And he was very excited. I'm yeah. like, "Okay, good." Like, Ugh. you know, aggressive party goers. Nice. I know. Yeah. Well, when you bring the right beverage to a party, right. it can make the difference between this sort of a party and a party. I was surprised at how popular it actually was at that Well, Richie Rich, I am glad that you found your Moxie. After losing it. And now it's sold out so you can never have it again, apparently. Or until the the distribution system sort of works out, whatever its problems are. Yeah. 603-283-6160. Have you ever mixed Moxie with an alcohol? If so, what's the right kind? More Free Talk Live is on the way. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off. Now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. 
thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. Gotta get the cats in there. Don't even start. Oh, man. Because I had a headline that you would not believe. You did? Where did it go? Was it Moxie? No, it wasn't Moxie. Did you lose it? It was. Did you lose uh, your Moxie? uh, uh, Elementary school teacher fired. Because she wouldn't respond in meows to a student who self-identified as a oh. oh, and I saw something as a follow-on to that. I don't know if it's true or not, but like, apparently, I don't know if it's satire or not, but the headline read that this school where this is going on, they've now put uh, litter boxes in the bathrooms for those students I heard who about that. identify as, <laughs> as, as felines. That's so funny. When I was like three years old, I was a cat. For real Z's, identified as a cat. Only in the home, though. My parents wouldn't let me identify as a cat, like at school or anything. Those or, are some good parents. But, meow? Yeah. Meow. But meow. But meow, I don't self identify as a cat. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin.com, however, does not identify as a cat, but it is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. Uh, Bitcoin, by the way, on sale, like half off, <laughs> thereabouts. Uh, you can go to Bitcoin.com right now, click on Get Started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you're going to find all sorts of valuable information neatly organized to suit your needs. There's no longer any excuse to ignore this important world-changing information. If you're already a knowledgeable crypto user, you can check out news.bitcoin.com and get the latest headlines of all the news that's relevant to you. Bitcoin.com is your source for everything crypto, like getting a wallet, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news on a very slick and easy-to-use website, visit Bitcoin.com. Hey, uh, let's let's check in with Bad Slave, see if he's ordered my pizza for me yet. Bad, bad Slave? Did, did you order my pizza? But, I, but, I, uh, but I've been an uh, anti You give him way too many chances. Uh, as, he's as, talking to as another as radio show. I had an experience. Are you cheating on us? He's cheating on us. Uh, Let's see if he says early. anything relevant. And, um, then, and then what happened? In an early kindergarten in Cleveland. Cleveland four rocks. Years old. Cleveland rocks. They almost killed me. Ohio. The Drew Carey show. <laughs> <laughs> Poor pop references coming up oh, on Free Talk not Live. Cleveland anymore. She's been hard for. Connecticut, West Hartford, Connecticut. Is he talking to his family or something? Uh, and, uh, he's going to drop a word that we're not going to allow to air. Because uh, he doesn't be, know he's on the uh, air. He's been known to do that. in a couple of years. Well, at least we know his character and, speaks at the same like and, pace and, uh, and okay, you know all that kind of thing. Because he's talking uh, to somebody else, and his character hasn't changed at all. 
He hasn't uh, said you know all that much. They yet, both though. have a spouse. You know? You but know. he does do the, uh. I did hear him say anti authoritarian, though, so his, he's consistent, at least. Yeah, we'll put him back on hold. Maybe if it continues to go on like that, we do hang up on him. And then when he calls back, we're like, dude, we gave you like a whole segment. <laughs> Listen to the Sorry. archives. Sorry, bro. Only one call a night. Yeah, so you, you, we did put you on the air. You said words. They were broadcast. So I mean, is this free talk lives? You know, six zero three two eight three six one six zero. If you want Something to join about us, an anti authoritarian and clean. kindergartner. <laughs> All right, let's get into more about the uh, nano nano, the nano nads. nads. And so it's a contraception option for men. So in theory, it could be possible. <laughs> yeah, true. So I think you might need male parts for this one but Blasphemy. i don't i don't want to be uh transphobic or anything but you're so anti-science already i know already in theory it could be possible to introduce nanoparticles into the body of a human male once inside doctors could then use a magnet to guide the particles into the testicles I've done this at school with like a magnet underneath the desk oh. and something on top of the desk, and you like, oh, look, it's ghosts. Man. I was yeah. thinking of that old I, magnet toy where you got to make the dude's hair and make a mustache out. Oh yeah, just oh, drag fact, it on down. Isn't, isn't that how an etch a sketch works? Yeah, the, the two little, little magnets, and the little nanoparticles. To, okay. Once in the gonads, doctors would then carefully heat up the nanoparticles. We have to giggle like gonads. I'm sorry. It's just. <laughs> They're microwaving Part the metal in your balls. gonads. Well, she said gonads. <laughs> That's even worse. That's more giddy. So the doctors would then carefully heat up the nanoparticles. Sperm viability plunges in high temperatures, so heating up your testicles could essentially neutralize your little swimmers. And that's why I get into the tub very gently. <laughs> Wait, so then, then what? Hmm, okay, I, I have questions about the, uh, the hot tub that we talked about for your Yeah, for your would you gummies. like me to go to that one? Well, no. I have that one up as finish, well. Let's finish with this one. This is the one you brought. We've we did a whole show about the the hot tub for your for your boys. <laughs> Not a whole show, but so, a segment so what was your what Nikki's was your boys? Question boys. about it. Well, it's about heating them up. Makes Don't assume it, my gender. <laughs> <laughs> it was about heating them up, right? Because if you're gonna if you're gonna put your boys in a in a hot tub of sorts, yeah. you're heating so them up. So I guess that's so. the warm. Like they have to be warm. But this, so the hot tub thing, you only do it like every couple of months. Oh, so the hot tub thing is more like uh, taking your car through the car wash, whereas this is like supposed to, okay, I got you. I'm not, well, it seems to not be permanent because in the beginning of the article, they were saying that uh, the, the downside to the vasectomy is that you, it's permanent. So I'm assuming that since they mentioned that this wouldn't be permanent, but I just don't understand if they don't understand that vasectomies can be reversed, so we believe anything else they have to say? This is from Audie, so. Take that as a no. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's on the so, internet. We should believe it. But apparently, <laughs> nanocontraception isn't exactly a new idea. It was first tested on animals already back in 2013. I was going to say, <laughs> say nanocontraception. I mean, I'm pretty sure they have contraception for, like, little people. <laughs> What is that? Is like, that not the same thing? It's like that uh, Dr. Seuss book with like the little tiny people that live on the flowers. <laughs> what is that called? I don't know. Sam, I am, Green Eggs and Ham. Horton no. Hears a Who? Yeah, Horton Hears a Who. That's it. That's why condom companies don't sell small, because no one would buy them. Yeah. You got large, extra large, and magnum. <laughs> but if you're buying the large, you know what size you're really Do they sell extra medium? 
I've been bringing this up a lot. It's extra medium? Extra medium, yeah, okay. because there is, like, it can't exist. Like, if you look at it in the pizza scale, there's, yeah. you know, small, medium, large, right? Those are the normal size of pizzas. Okay. But then extra small isn't one bigger than small. It's one smaller than small, but extra okay. large is one bigger than large. Okay. So an extra medium so is just a more precise circumference? What's extra medium? A more precise circumference. Is it just is it taller? It's the same, you know, diameter circumference. Okay. To me, extra medium like, would just be medium. Maybe maybe it's the can't thin crust versus medium. the deep dish. Can't be extra medium. I I, I I submit, I posit Okay. for your philosophical debate that extra medium is impossible. The science is settled. <laughs> There's no such thing as extra medium. You've heard it here on Free Talk Live. Don't even call in and debate us on this. The science is settled. (sighs) Where were we? Mice. Oh, mice. Mice. So to test the procedure, they injected gold nanotubes directly into the mice's testicles. Yes, we know. Having gold injected into your balls doesn't exactly sound very pleasant. It sounds like... But bear with us. It sounds like fungus, though, right? Like, That's where you sold me. If you're going to inject gold golden balls, right. oh my gosh, That's Go- better than having a brass pair. Gold nads, not gonads. I know. Um, it sounds very, uh, you know, I don't want to say thuggy, but like, you know, like the dudes who get like a gold tooth and okay. you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Like, I've gotten golden nads. Don't assume my culture or appropriate my culture. We we digress. <laughs> Once the gold particles were in the mouse testicles, the researchers used infrared radiation to warm them up. This just sounds like you're going to get testicular cancer, honestly. (laughs) Like, do you want prostate cancer? Because this is how you get prostate cancer. Uh, Yeah, I mean, maybe. I... I guess. It gets worse. As a result, the nanoparticles are heated up to a temperature between 98 and 113 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, That's hot. Yeah, gonna gonna say no here to... Ouch. That's, but I want the gold. I don't, I don't want them branded. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up. We're back. We are back. We're not front. I mean, you can be front if you want to. What about side? Christian side hugs are all the rage. Can we be side? You can be beside yourself. We have returned, I believe, is what you're getting at. Yes. So there was a bit where we weren't here, and now we're here again. Because we're back! (laughs) 603-283-6160 is the number if you'd like to join us. That would probably be my catchphrase. We're back. And we're back. Yep. Totally my thing. Uh, I wanted to tell you that we, uh, as in Free Talk Live, are raising funds for Give Directly, the first nonprofit that allows you to give money directly to people living in extreme poverty. They locate recipients in need and use mobile money to send them cash, no strings attached. In the past decade, they've delivered $400 million to over 1 million people. Research shows that giving cash to people living in poverty can help drive a range of important positive changes in their lives, such as employment, nutrition, health, and education. In addition, cash allows individuals to invest in what they need instead of relying on aid organizations and donors or governments thousands of miles away to choose for them. Isn't this what you would prefer if you were in need? 
Free Talk Live is also matching your donations to give directly, helping families in Bome and Kalifi counties in Kenya who are desperately in need. Free Talk Live is matching your donations up to $30,000. So if you're feeling generous, head over to give.freetalklive.com and help these areas plagued by drought, floods, and food insecurity. There may not be a better way to help families in Kenya. Give.freetalklive.com. Again, give.freetalklive.com. Uh, let's let's check in on Bad Slave, see if he's ordered my pizza yet. Bad Never raise good questions. <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, we, Did he forget we that he be, called in to Free Talk Live? He must have. <laughs> I'm starting to get a little jealous. Like, he talks to other people. Yeah. Is he on another radio show? He must be. That aren't progressive at all. Those These darn people progressives. are all just completely deluded. They're, I mean, he's preaching facts, though. Hopefully he's calling his New Hampshire representative <laughs> to push for the New Hampshire and, secession and, bill. And they, they're pointing their fingers at the, you know, the, the fingers. Trump voters. You know, let's, the, oh, let's, let's I mean, that part yeah. was as good as any other free talk live call. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a little maybe more better. succinct maybe and coherent, better, at least for him anyway. You know, I just wonder, like, can he hear us while we're t- like, I assume he has us he on speakerphone. put it, us on mute, though, or turn the volume down. I well, don't know. Right, because when you think he'd be able to hear us. That's what I'm saying. Like, you would think that he would be able to hear us. Did he, he conference us into that call? I don't think so. It, like, he has two phones? Who I, has two phones? Maybe he's talking to a real person. I, I have two phones, but, oh. well, I have two methods of making phone calls. Oh. Okay. I have this, uh, I, I've worked in telephony for some time. Uh, this is uh, voice over IP type stuff uh, for, like, enterprises, businesses, stuff like that. So, uh, as a result, I, I have one for personal use. That is, it's a phone number that doesn't... It, it's not attached to a device. Okay. Right. It's just kind of out there. I can log into it from like wherever, make and receive, like any computer or whatever. As long as it's got like a headset or whatever, I can log into the thing and like make calls and it's pretty neat. You can take phone calls on your computer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird, huh? Yeah. I yes. know. It's so futuristic. Tech's only been around for like 30 years. <laughs> okay, maybe. Yeah, I think I think it's been around for 30 years. It's only been really useful for like... The past 25 or so. Okay. So, but yeah. I mean, it used to be all telephone conversations would travel over copper wire. Sure. Right? In a completely analog fashion. And then something called fiber came along. And, you know, you heard all like, this is like during the long distance wars back in the day. when you know, you can, you can hear a pin drop and you can make a long distance call for only 10 cents. And now long distance doesn't even matter. But it was right around then when they were replacing all the copper with fiber nationwide and so now there's this network that carries all the voice traffic digitally instead of over copper wire so all the copper's gone it's been replaced with fiber but that means you get a better experience a more clear uh, calling experience in fact uh, i've said this before on the show that it made them invent something called a comfort tone because the digital experience of a phone call is so the, the call quality is so great that when nobody's talking human beings would be like are you there Oh, yeah, because they don't hear the little okay. the little hiss in the background that yeah. that was that exists over copper wire that does not exist over fiber. So they invented this thing. And so when it detects that there's no voice, no speaking, it plays this little in the background constantly so that, you mm. know, that the line is still connected mentally. I remember in college getting like one of those digital phone programs on my computer. 
Yeah. So I could call home for free instead yeah. of paying for long distance at the from the dorps. Yeah, it's yeah. It, uh, similar idea. Similar to like a Vonage or something like that. I had Vonage, and and these are like uh, the entry level versions of yeah. like what I have. Um, so it's you know it's I had kind Vonage of up until I made the move to New Hampshire. It would be like a uh, a lot of folks still use like Google Voice and stuff like that. So that's it's, definitely still useful. It's kind, kind, of kind of like that. So yeah, uh, I've digressed yet again, of course. So where were we with the? Uh, with the golden nanonads. Oh. Uh, let's see. So we left off at them heating the gold up to oh, yeah. 98 to 113 <sighs> degrees Fahrenheit. He who has the golden mm, scrote. Makes me uncomfortable just thinking about it. Yeah. Sounds like hot yoga. <laughs> no, it sounds nothing like that. <laughs> uh, the room is like 105 degrees. <laughs> if you want to do yoga in a, you know, I mean... Okay, anyway, go on. <laughs> but there was an unfortunate side effect to the treatment. You don't say. <laughs> I never could have seen that coming. Wait, for our listeners tuning in, we're talking about a form of contraception for men where, where what? Just Here, a recap, me, quick recap. Nanoparticles. Nanoparticles injected. New male contraception could shrink your nads with nanoparticles. So they inject you okay. with nanoparticles and then they use a magnet to... Bring them down to your balls, and then they heat them up, and then you can't get anybody pregnant, allegedly. What they do is they send your nads into the quantum realm until you don't need them anymore. <laughs> maybe that's what happened to Bad Slave. Maybe <laughs> maybe he's in a different universe talking to Free Talk Live, and we're just oh. eavesdropping on it. He's he's on tomorrow's call? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Probably. No, he's on today's call, just in a different universe. Oh, okay. Right? He's in the universe with the Berenstain Bears. Okay. Like yeah. the Berenstain Bears. Ooh, okay. Yes. Timeline splitting. And Betty White getting, is still alive. Yeah. Getting deep here on Free Talk Live. So the unfortunate side effect of the treatment was the intense infrared radiation <laughs> caused heat lesions on the mice's testicles. Ooh. Having your balls burned would probably keep you from procreating. <laughs> you you, you think? don't say. <laughs> huh. But that's Weird. not really what the scientists were going for. So they returned <laughs> to the drawing board. I told you this is totally a Fauci experiment. <laughs> Basically. Uh, what happens if we burn the nuts of mice? Let's find out. <laughs> in 2021, Sun's team released the results of their new and improved contraceptive methods. This time, instead of using gold tubes, they opted for particles made out of iron oxide. So now you have rusty balls. <laughs> exactly. Rusty, burnt, <laughs> branded, <laughs> magnetized. <laughs> <laughs> Who thinks of these things? Scientists. <laughs> also. In- Researchers on government grants. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable yeah. with the science. Basically. This is going to make one of Rand Paul's well, list of wasted government well, spending. You know, you know what the issue was? So like all the feminists were mad because contraception always fell on the woman. But then when you think about it, it's like there's really only, like the article said, two options for male contraceptives. Yep. So yeah. this is all the feminists' fault. But if, if you, okay, so speaking as a man, yes, right. The biggest deterrent from not using a contraceptive is eighteen years of child support. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, yeah, that I mean, is that's pretty. Yeah, that's a big one. That's, that's a, a big one. That's a bit of a hurdle. Yep. Yep. You know, so, it's something to to think about. That should be the only thing you're thinking about. The if, only thing, though. Well, I, okay, fine. STIs. If you, <laughs> okay. I mean. It's real easy to prevent pregnancy, right? Don't have sex. 
Oh, just the Catholic side coming out now? Uh, Christian just, side hug. I'm just saying. Give me that Christian side hug. Uh, are you guys familiar with Garfunkel and Oates? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> they have a song about the loophole. It's called the loophole, yes. I believe. And yeah. so that exists. So there, there are ways to mm, human beings. Uh, you know, they, they, they have sex for, uh, for fun, not necessarily just for procreation. Terrible. Unlike some creatures, right? they, they do it for entertainment purposes. And so there are ways to entertain yourselves without actually doing the thing that makes you pregnant. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. And if you're not a fan of Garfunkel and Oates, why well, go to your favorite search engine and look up Loophole. It's a super hilarious, funny song. These these ladies are are great. They they do harmonies. They play one plays a ukulele, the other plays a guitar. They're not really Garfunkel and Oates though. And that was a little disappointing. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're disappointed. Okay. 603-283-6160. Our number two of Free Talk Live is on the way. It's a live Sunday night edition. Is your broken heart stopping you from being authentically happy? My name is Jeremy West, and for a limited time, I am running a free online class to teach you what most people don't know about how to deal with your feelings, the simple way to deal with your negative thinking, the key to breaking your unhealthy relationship patterns, and so much more. No more feeling like a failure who will never find true love. No more self-medicating and ending up feeling even more miserable. And no more feeling like you'll never be someone who deserves an amazing partner. Sound good? You'll discover a new way to finally feel validated and loved. To stop trying to get your self-worth from the very people who tear it down and to put you in control of your own happiness so you never surrender that control to another person again in as little as eight weeks. Register now for my free online class at beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. That's beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. Free Talk Live. He stole my line. I'm supposed to say Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. The telephone number is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. That's how you get your voice on this nationally syndicated radio talk program that's also broadcast on the internet and some satellite places and... We're rebroadcast by a bunch of other folks on different things, different platforms, and all that kind of stuff. So, are we going to go to our live on the scene correspondent? Let's let's check in. Make sure that individual rights are not part of the game going forward. He wants to make sure individual rights are not part of the game moving forward. What do you guys think? Bad slave. I Bad really slave. appreciate that he's like on point libertarian, like one hundred percent of the time. I mean, just, like not even just when he calls. Like this is just who he is. That's awesome. I love the consistency. Uh, we we have some other calls. Let's go to. You don't like individual rights? I love individual oh, okay. rights. Let's go to Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh yes, I just wanted to bring up. Um, you know, I mean. Um, I remember going to Hoover Dam, and they always talk about this. They make electricity there. And dam. Like, yeah, the dam, the water dam, right? Damn yeah, right. They should they have big that, statues uh, of beavers out front of that thing. Damn. 
giant beaver statue. Well, the statue. thing is, but yeah, my my whole point is, yeah, but I used to I used to go there, and people are so amazed. I look at them, it's like, but how do they make electricity? They never explained to me how they do it. Probably the water, like the Magnets. flowing of the water. The the water flows over turbines, and the turbines turn. And then they attach a couple of uh, you know wires to it, and it produces positive and negative charge, and is then filtered okay. into an electrical system. Can we get a fact check on okay, that? That's, that's correct. That's correct. But what 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 but what is it exactly that they charge to make the electricity? Is that what it is? Is a piece of magnet that the turbine magnets. makes it go in and out. It's a magnet one that goes through a coil of wire. So then and it conducts electricity. So, um, I mean, I just think that they keep this a big secret. Only, like, engineering students are allowed to do this because they, they want to keep the people kind of stupid because they want you to rely on um, petrol, petroleum, uh, gas, um, kind of, uh, you know, they think that you have to do this when you could get a turbine from a windmill. You could get a They have a windmill turbine, turbines. I th- that's also yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, you know, it's interesting that you bring up this topic because just the other day, I'm doing right. dishes at, at my, we'll call it apartment, at my kitchen sink, and I do not have a garbage disposal. My house is pretty old, and it didn't, you know, have one originally built into it, and I haven't paid to have one put in or put one in myself. Whatever. I don't have one. And I started thinking about maybe I should get one, and then I started thinking about what a garbage disposal does. It just turns, and then I'm thinking about, well, water flows through my pipes. Why don't we put little tiny turbines inside of every pipe in every house? And then when the, whenever you run water for any reason, it turns the turbines and charges up something and gives you some free electricity for some reason. That's a great idea. Oh, that, that is, is a group. Trademarked. Okay, Trademarked, 1995, Captain Kickass. Oh, you you like to get a patent? I don't know how you do that. Maybe no, I, that's, that's IP. Right there, I just put it out for the whole world. If anybody's listening and wants to make these turbines and put them in, I, I give you free use of that idea. I'll it's buy one. The, it's going to be the Chinese. Well, the thing is that what I found out was that electricity in cars that powers the uh, air conditioner is actually uh, turned by a generator inside a car running off the axle. Yeah. yeah, it's well, yeah, it's called the alternator. It's it actually runs off the belt or a belt, usually the serpentine belt in modern cars. So in other words, your, the, your gasoline turns the axle anyways. So then they actually put a belt. And it just does a turbine thing again. It has right. a magnet going through the steel of a coil or wire again. Yeah, so most so, people think but, that the battery in a car is what powers all your stuff in your car, your lights, your heater, your air conditioner, your radio, all that stuff. No, it's not. The The battery is just there to start the car. Yeah. Once the car is started, everything else is powered off of the alternator, which we've just described here, sir. That's, that's why when you jump a car, you're supposed to drive it for a little bit to charge up everything and oh you man know. i had a buddy that didn't do that with his motorcycle yeah, he turned it good. off at me and i'm like dude he's like what it started yeah, i'm like not, it's not it gonna again. start again <laughs> so yeah you you are right sarah they do kind of uh-huh. you know it's not it's knowledge that i did not learn in school we did some science experiments uh surrounding electricity but it was mostly like here plug a couple of uh uh leads into a potato yeah. and you know oh you oh. can illuminate a light bulb you had the that nice teacher one, though. our teacher had us hold the leads <laughs> go through you i remember we did that with a frog <laughs> we, like, thing i want to add yeah. uh, that's exciting is that i want the 
the electric bicycle with the generator right on the bike with a battery on the back. Oh, That's man. German technology. Oh, yeah. I hated that. I had to pedal so fast to be able to see where I was no, going. Modern e-bikes, though, are amazing. You don't even have to pedal. Okay. Right? You can be right, like right, a right, dude right, my right. size and like it'll bring you up a large hill. What? No, this well, is to that's, power that's the, the headlight. This is the gener- the wheel spinning generator to power the bicycle headlight. Oh, for the headlight or whatever, right? Yeah. I got you. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the, the, the generator, the coil is right on the p- part of the bike where you put the water. This is German technology, so the battery goes in the back so that it it the bicycle goes. You have to, bi- uh, you have to cycle to generate uh, for the first 15 miles, and after that, it just goes on its own. You know what, Sarah? So this that- has been a damn good call. No pun intended. Thanks for the call. Okay, the pun was intended. I'm sorry. How could you do it to us, Captain? Damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> What's the guy uh, from uh, Trailer Park Boys? I don't know. Ricky? No, no, no. The uh, J-Rock? Damn! Yeah. Right? Damn, no, boy! No, it, it's, not, it, no like it's, it's the other guy. We're like, damn! Damn! Green eggs and ham! Yeah. yeah oh, I wish I knew his name. It's been a minute since I've watched Trailer Park Boys, yeah. but it is truly a classic. It's on my mind. I actually... What is his name? The um, the hamburger guy? Randy. Mm. I have a Gladstone flag with Randy on it that says Frig Off. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Tom in New Hampshire. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, back in 2018, Mark Tippett was running as a candidate, a libertarian candidate for governor of Texas. Okay. And 98% voted against him because, uh, well, maybe uh, many of them didn't do their homework and they only go by what their TV spoon feeds them about the candidates. And maybe uh, they don't want liberty to be defended with ballot. Uh, but uh, anyway, this morning in Houston, Texas, a cop pulled a guy over, uh, a cop that is a member of one of the police forces of the hostile government, uh, an organized force on a mission to intimidate people into obeying a multitude of blatantly unjust laws. And the driver got out and blasted the cop away. So see what happens when you vote wrong. Well, so I've been thinking about this because there's been some stuff going on here in New Hampshire where this radio talk show is broadcast from, where I live, where I think all of us here live. Where the caller's from. Where the caller's from. And, like, if you're going to attempt to do something using the ballot, right, that's sort of a libertarian cause or a libertarian thing, like, it... It, it doesn't seem to ever work, right? The best that it can do, in my opinion, is just bring attention to the topic. Sure. It's, it's never going to accomplish what you want it to accomplish, and that's because you're literally playing in the pool created by the statists. Yes. The statists create the pool in which you're trying to swim around and get your way, but they created the pool so they could just change how much water's in the pool or not in the pool at any time and move you around at different parts of the pool where you may sink or swim, that kind of a thing. You're, you're just not going to win because you're playing in a park that they created. And I, I don't think you can achieve liberty by swimming in the pool created by statists. Right. In Maryland, let me point this out, in Maryland, the slaves were eventually emancipated in 1864 by using ballots. There was a referendum. Meanwhile, in Virginia, the slaves were being emancipated by using bullets. Whatever works. Hey, thanks for the call, Tom. Liberty by any means necessary. 
I mean, it, to me, the slaves freed themselves, and it was just like when the government couldn't handle it anymore, they're like, well, okay, I guess we'll pass a thing that says that the slaves are free now. Right? It was, the slaves freed themselves. The slaves freed them. Slaves freed themselves. Bad slaves. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live coming up. Welcome back to Free Talk Live, the live radio call-in talk program where you can take control of the airwaves, talk about anything that is on your mind. You don't even have to be talking to us. You can just be talking <laughs> to somebody talking in the background. And we, we may put you on the air. It's, Maybe. You know, Surprise! It's been done before for like most of last hour. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. Uh, Intercoin, uh, well, we've been telling you about how Intercoin can help any business or organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. Well, now Intercoin has launched its own investor token worldwide, and for the first time, it's available on an exchange. You can create an account over at xmarkets.com, that's exmarkets.com, with just an email address so you can keep your privacy intact. You can then deposit dozens of different cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, trade them for Tether, and then buy ITR, that's the Intercoin Investor Token. Learn more about the Intercoin vision at intercoin.org. And now you can buy or sell ITR on xmarkets.com, that's exmarkets.com. Com. You just might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world. Well, the phones are lit up. That means we have a bunch of calls. So we're going to... Can we go to the real calls for, first? Oh, okay. No, first let's check in. Let's okay. Is Bad Slave, are you still there? Yeah, I am. Hey, <laughs> welcome. Wow. All right, uh, hang on just a minute. All right, I've put him back on. Here. <laughs> just checking it. Just, uh, all, right, all right, now these guys have convinced me. Bad slave, you're on Free Talk Live for the fourth Thank time you. tonight. For yeah, I mean you've had multiple yeah, I, appearances. I, I, I bet my sister called and my friends called. It's my birthday. I'm 70 <gasps> today. Oh. Happy birthday! Yay! Thank you. I'm glad I didn't hang up and, on you. And, <laughs> I wanted to call. About my friend uh, Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers was. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's like it, it, you, you know Captain America. Captain, They're about the same age. Captain as well. <laughs> On occasion, you know. All right. So but, what, um, what about him? But but uh, he uh, I I think it was um, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Uh, passed away uh, from the virus. Sorry to hear that. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. And he was, uh, I think he was like 50. Okay. Because he's 18 years younger than me. And he was overweight. And, um, you know, but he was a great yeah. guy. And he probably saved my life. Uh, in prison, uh, you know, got me know. quickly into the hospital when I needed it. Well, good um, on. Yeah, yeah. 
I, you know, I, I'm just, I'm so sad that he's gone. I, I think I didn't push him hard enough on the, you know, supplements to, yeah. you know, uh, people, but when people change, they change because they want to change. No amount of pressure from their family and friends and all that thing is really going to make that much of a difference. Yeah. You might you might be able to continue to plant seeds, you know. And when somebody dies, it's natural, of course, for you to sort of reflect inward and, you know, well, what could I have done to maybe have prevented this? Is it my fault in some way? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So, Do you think the virus has, like, spurred a lot of unhealthy people to start getting healthy, though? Like, oh, man, this uh, might get me a few years from now. I better lose the weight and start eating better now just in case. Not that I've seen, no. <laughs> no. In fact, I had it. And well, I, yeah. I probably dropped, I don't know, 10 pounds or something while I, I had it. I definitely dropped about 10 pounds. And then I was like, oh, sweet. I can just eat crap for a while. Get these 10 pounds back on. <laughs> it came back really quickly. It did. Yeah, yeah it's true. Well, my, uh, you know, I, I, I we know. you know, they've been we know. threatening with uh, type 2 diabetes for me all along here and, and, you know, and I've changed my yep. diet and, and as a result, I did lose some weight. Oh, congratulations. Myself. There you go. You know, and, and uh, right. Yeah. But, uh, I, I need to do other things as well. I get a little bit more activity into my life and all right, well, stuff uh, like that, you know, here's one, here's one. I'll pour one out as it were figuratively for your friend, Steve Rogers. Thanks for the call tonight. Bad slave. Appreciate it. Steve Rogers, moment of silence. Okay, there we go. Happy birthday. And happy birthday, Bad Slave. Um, let's see, moving right along, uh, I have to keep the order uh, correct here because oh, yeah. I wrote it down incorrectly because, well, I'm me. And, oh, that guy hung up and now there's somebody else. Okay, so let's go. Just to, push the button. Yeah, hang on. Hang okay. It's hard to find uh, help nowadays, eh? <laughs> yeah, Richard in New Mexico. Richard, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah. We have several state offices here in New Mexico that are trying to get people to move to New Mexico. So I'm going to do everybody in this country a real big favor if they're thinking about moving to New Mexico. Because as well as New Mexico being one of the lowest ranked states in the union for education, we also has been rated, New Mexico has been rated the worst state for retirement. We're number two in the nation for violent crime. We're sixth highest in the nation in child abuse. And I'm sure we've, uh, on past call-ins, talk, radio shows, we've mentioned a few other bad things. And I'd also like to say, I've been involved with different city metro bus systems since 1969, mm -hmm. and I have to rate Albuquerque Metro system is the worst bus system I've ever been on. I've made numerous complaints to the bus metro offices about the uh, inconsistent times when buses arrive at different places oh, yeah, and it's, when they it's horrible. Places. Why haven't you and moved? I've been told it's up to the driver's discretion whether they want to leave on time or get hey, to some place hey, on time. Richard, Richie Rich has a question well, for you because... Let me vent. 
yeah, hey, R- Richie Rich has a question for you because you just outlined a bunch of, well, horrible things that New Mexico is leading the pack at, and then also the bus system. So Richie Rich has a question for you. Why haven't you moved? Like, if, if you're trying to advocate that people not move there because of how terrible it is, just you well, move too. Yes, I moved here because I'm a, I've been a gambler for 45 years, and before the COVID virus hit, I, I had a couple for Nevada. Of, <laughs> Nevada is a little too expensive, oh. and Las Vegas is a little too hot. I first went to Las Vegas, Nevada in 1962 and in 1978 because of my boss i had hey thanks for the call richard you certainly sound like you know when to hold them know when to fold them and know when to fold them when to fold them doesn't know when to walk away though no in fact new mexico it it sucks i've been there i i don't ever want to go back there was a reason that i thought i might have to go back the other day i'll see if i can remember it 603-283-6160 more of your calls on the way So the protection of life, liberty, and property is, is what the Free State Project is all about. But it's, it's an effort to move 20,000 people who understand. It's about demonstrating to the entire country. That, yeah, we can have a free market, a truly free market. Making it just a freer, great place to live. It's the world's largest voluntarist, libertarian community, and it's, it's only getting bigger. That's amazing, to be able to move to a place where other people like passionately believe in being free and independent. What the Free State Project is managing to do, though, is to put their money where their mouth is. It's physically getting up across the country and saying, let's go someplace and let's demonstrate the power of these ideas. There's a lot of kind of philosophy that surrounds liberty. There's a lot of thinking about it and talking about it. But here in New Hampshire, people are doing it. 101 Reasons Liberty Lives in New Hampshire, a documentary by Free State Project Early Movers. Watch it free at 101reasonsfilm.com, 101reasonsfilm.com. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It's the Weed Eater Tractor Pulse. No, I, weed Eater can't pull a tractor. What's wrong with you? Weed Eater sponsor tractor pull. <laughs> I like mud bugs. <laughs> mud bugs. Uh, are you, either of you familiar with a competition called the Tough Mudder? No. It's kind of like an obstacle course for like dudes who think they're tough. Yes. And you can like just go and join it. The and Spartan Challenge, one. that yeah, sort of thing. That, yeah. that sort of thing. A friend of mine did one, and he wore one of those like uh, GoPro uh, style cameras. He had the chest mount, so it was like from user perspective, and like the footage was amazing of him like you know getting down in the mud and crawling around and like you know leaping and bounding and swinging, you know all that fun stuff that you know they do. Anyway. I did a team one similar concept. I forget what it was called at this point, but mm-hmm. similar concept, but it was you know uh, going through like the swamp lands and whatever. And- yeah. We did two years in a row, and then that was it. Uh, the telephone number here is 603-283-6160. It looks like there's one phone line open at the moment. We've got calls on hold. We'll get to those in just a minute. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. And we are, I, I do want to talk about this, but we'll take the calls first. But the headline is, men are creating AI girlfriends, verbally abusing them, and bragging about it on Reddit. So I, I want to talk about Nerds. That degenerates and i'll preface this with uh i took a sort of a cross-country trip uh, late 
early fall this okay. year, this past year. Uh, I drove uh, a couple days each way. It's usually how you do cross-country trips? It, well, uh, some people walk, some people okay. bus, some people, you know, whatever. Bicycle? Anyway, yeah. Uh, I, I I drove. Roller and, skate? Yeah. And Skateboard? I used, I used uh, the... I don't want to give a good. I used Google Maps, right? I don't want to. Boo! Boo. Open Maps. So, anyway, (laughs) it turns out that the lady voice doesn't have a name for this particular map app that I was using. So, like, Alexa is the. uh, That's the Amazon one, right? Yeah. What's the. uh, Siri. Siri is the Apple one, right? Turns out that the the, the G Maps one doesn't have. So, I just called her Karen. Okay. The whole time. And. When when she would pipe up, and be like, "Okay, I already know. Shut up, right?" You know, she started annoying me, and I started like, yeah. you know, sort of berating her, if you will. I get reprimanded know, for- when I thank Alexa. Thank you, Alexa. Now, no, now the surprising referring to her as a she. The surprising no, thing. It's an it. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> the surprising thing about my road trip was when uh, Karen popped up uh, and was like, "There's a speed trap up ahead," and I was like. Really? Thank that's, you, Karen. You know, yeah. like that's that is valuable information. Of you. Like, I had to, yeah. Like I had Waze. To, I like Waze because you can switch well, your names. They bought that. Oh, did they? And so now oh, so it's that's incorporated into yeah. it. Yeah, but I was, have- I was like, no app has ever watched out for my mm. my well being from road pirates before, right? And so it, it's Waze as technology, yeah. but now it's integrated into. The mega corporations. That's why I had to start using Waze because I was commuting into Worcester and I kept getting speeding tickets. So I was like, I just better put my GPS on all the time yeah. and it works. Yeah. All right. So at any rate, we've got some calls to get to. Let's go to uh, Jill calling from Virginia. Jill, you're on Free Talk Live. I heard what you said about the pool. I didn't catch the first part, but I don't know that I don't know that this is exactly the subject you intended to discuss. But it made me think about public education, and when they want to teach things in school, mm-hmm. this is the same way they do with control. There is going to be indoctrination on one side or the other, as long as you have public education. It's unavoidable. Yep. And that's that's why one reason I'm against it, and think it should be abolished. Oh, Absolutely, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I think all of us here agree with uh, state-sponsored public schooling uh, being abolished. Uh, I say state-sponsored because in the absence of an organization of violence known as government, there still could be something called public schools. The void will be filled by the church. You know, uh, there, there, it's, well. it's possible that there's some sort of an organization that's you know, provides basic schooling for, you know, those who can't afford it or something like that. And that would be great. Uh, what we're opposed to here on the show, at least, is, uh, you know, the organization known as government, which is an organization yeah. of violence, uh, indoctrinating folks. Up, up to churches if they want to do it and for secular organizations if they want to also. Sure. And if, we, if people say, well, there are too many poor people that can't be educated, well, let people who think like that pool their resources and start volunteer schools on their own then. So I think my issue with public school is necessarily not only the government's corruption and that they're indoctrinating children, but also just that curriculum that everybody has to know the same curriculum, right? I think it is better if like churches break off and communities break off and kind of do more of the homeschooling method where 
You're taking kids out in nature and not only that, but just teaching them different concepts and skills through them actually doing them. You know, it's important to know math and reading and writing and everything, of course. But I just think sitting at a desk all day, no matter if it's the government sponsoring it or some other you know, organization, I don't think that that's beneficial for children's growth. It's uh, important that they should be taught some kind of trade so they can make a living. Absolutely, that yep. too, yeah. Well, that usually comes after the basic education, right? That's why they have mm-hmm. trade schools and vocational schools. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks like they could have them at the same time they're doing the basic. Yeah, indeed. Well, also, I don't know if I'd want to give a skill saw to a teenager well, or a preteen. If they've been instructed properly on how okay. to use it and, are co- and show competency at it. So, okay. And the thing with children is I think parents are so hands-off nowadays that they're not actually parenting their kids. And the whole point of children is to rise them up into adulthood, right? So you should be teaching the kids how to be mature. So you should be able to give a five-year-old a saw and if you taught your child correctly from the time they were two, maybe five is a little young, but you know what I mean? Like a, a younger kid, something that could potentially be dangerous. If you parent them and teach them correctly, they should be able to handle that properly. Oh, so I here, teach here's, the young kids sometimes how to cook food and isn't a, isn't a stove rather dangerous if it's not done taught yeah, properly? Absolutely. Yeah. And they seem to do it safely usually. Well, then look at society and how we uphold youngsters, young children with some sort of a talent who becomes some sort of virtuoso. We see this all the time. I see it in music frequently. It's always, the, it's always the, oh, look at this eight-year-old prodigy who can, you know, solo like Eddie Van Halen or whatever, right? You know, so they're, they're an amazing musician. Why, how did they get that way? Sure, they have talent, but they had to learn it. How did they learn it? They learned it of their own volition. They showed an interest in a subject matter. They were supported by people around them, probably their parents, who like was like, yeah, you want a guitar? Here, we'll get you a guitar. Here's some books. Here's a, you know, go to the library get a a tutor to teach you you know that kind of a thing and this is how learning is done right you just extrapolate that and now expand upon it to the rest of the world that's how learning is done you don't need this rote memorization you don't need rows of desks you don't need a taskmaster at the front of the you know this is the prussian system the prussian education system which was imported to the united states was designed specifically to teach people how to just turn the wheels and pull the levers in the factories in the shortest period of time. It was not designed to give them, quote, an education, unquote. It was designed to make obedient workers. Mm-hmm. Final thoughts, Jill? Well, I just said, it. I just called to reiterate pretty much what I've said before, but I think you're very smart in the way you, you put it. And I think... I think that's what we need to do is to get the government out of it. Couldn't agree more, Jill. Thanks for the call tonight. We appreciate you. If you want like a conspiracy theory, right, the reason parents aren't able to do that for their kids is because they're forced to work so much. Yeah, I don't know if that's a conspiracy theory. Well, it, the government is you know, debasing the currency, making everyone yeah. poor, yeah. and then therefore you, you, you are compelled to to turn your kids over to the state for an extra amount of time. Add into the ease at which uh, folks get divorced, and I maintain that, uh, you know, government had a hand in making it easier. This no-fault divorce that came upon uh, when I was growing up, I didn't know anything about it, but I look back on it now and I go, oh, this was to assist in splitting families up so that you had two people working that you could tax instead of just one in every family. 603-283-6160. Do you support the abolition 
of state-sponsored public schools. More Free Talk Live is on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It is. And I'm whispering like this for no reason at all. Why are you whispering? Because if I talk like this, it might be too loud. Because Amazon Alexa has a whisper mode. You could whisper to that thing, and she will whisper back. That's right. I said she. It is Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. We've got calls on hold. We'll get to those in just a minute. Uh, in the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. Free Talk Live video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol. And we're big fans of that here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube. And it's really taking off now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. As you know, YouTube has been taking folks down specifically during their crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. I would actually be surprised if it's still up. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, and so now we're streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you'd like to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help to seed and keep it online forever. Visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today, video.freetalklive.com. Okay, real quick before we go to the calls, uh, Richie Rich, you brought this in from fortune.com. Men are creating AI girlfriends, verbally abusing them, and bragging about it on Reddit. Now, I, I joked about naming the, the maps voice, lady voice, Karen, and sort of berating her until uh, I had to be thankful. But uh, do you want to take this one? Sure, I can read this. Uh, the friendship app Replica, with a K, was created to give users a virtual chatbot to socialize with. But how it's now being used has taken a darker turn. Some users are setting the relationship status with the chatbot as romantic partner and engaging in what real world would be described as domestic abuse. And some are bragging about it on online message board Reddit, as first reported by the tech-focused news site Futurism. For example, one Reddit user admitted that he alternated between being cruel and violent with his AI girlfriend, calling her a worthless whore, and pretending to hit her and pull her hair, and then returning to beg her for forgiveness. So... It sounds like the chatbot may have Stockholm Syndrome. I mean, it can't go anywhere I mean, anyway. They're a captive audience. Yeah. Sounds like nobody should ever date this guy. That's why he's talking to a chatbot to begin with. <laughs> and also, like... <laughs> he's just, on Reddit. He's probably a nice guy to begin so, with. I mean, there's that. But also, just the fact that there is this chatbot that you can switch to a romantic setting is kind of really sad. Okay. Well, and let this be an illustration of the amount of potential abuse that exists within society today. It's it's out there. Uh, m- most folks, you know, walk around they're blissfully unaware of it, but it's hiding be- beneath okay. the surface of society. Here's a deeper conversation, if I may. 
is it good that he has the chatbot to do this to because it prevents him from taking it further into society and actually being abusive with another human being? I would think that as part of like, you know, a therapy program. Okay. Something like that to like, you know, somebody identifies that they have abusive tendencies because maybe they were abused when they grow, grew up, et cetera, and so on. And they were trying to, you know, better themselves and have better relationships. And this was part of the therapy that they were seeking. Sure. Why okay. not? Right. Uh, use any tool at your disposal to become a better person. If it works. On the one hand, I think practicing these forms of abuse in private is bad for the mental health of the user and could potentially lead to abuse towards real humans. A Reddit user going by the name Glibjib said, On the other hand, I feel like letting some aggression or toxicity out on a chatbot is infinitely better than abusing a real human because it's a safe space where you can't cause any actual harm. I just feel like if people are going to do that, that they're those type of people that are going to do that in real life. You know what I mean? Perhaps. Perhaps. However, this mentality is also taken into the realm of like video games. Right. right? We saw that in the Kyle Rittenhouse case where he was like, you know you play Call of Duty. Is that why you wanted to go out into the real world and kill people? And it was obviously fallacious. Yeah. Right? Interacting with the video game and interacting with the human, clearly two different things. Right? And it do, so does this type of behavior spur violent outbursts in real life? Let's think does about it that it? for a little bit. Let's come back to that because we've oh. got some callers that we have to get to. Uh, let's to go, dumb it down. Let's go to uh, Jimmy in Pennsylvania. Jimmy, you're on Free Talk Live. Chocolate sprinkles. Hey, Captain. Hey, uh, regarding that, um, I guess that sadist, I, I would just, uh, I would say he should find another outlet for his, some of his energy. Like, a lot of people, I tell them, you, you need a hobby to just occupy your time and just to get that out of your system. You don't Isn't think, that the hobby, though? Yeah, you don't think he should be on the Smack-A-Ho chat box? <laughs> no, I, I, I think that would actually leak over into reality. Okay. I think okay. he might actually treat people like that. Yeah. All right. Well, what was what were you calling about tonight? Oh, um, so your your water turbine idea. Yeah. So water, if it's just sitting in a pipe, I mean, it only has potential energy, right? Mm-hmm. It's gauge pressure, it's typically around like forty pounds for a house. So a turbine would need kinetic energy. It would need to be flowing. So would you just? How would you do that? Would you just keep your water running? Mm. Kind of like regenerative braking, though. Like when the water's already running, it would spin anyway. Right. Yeah. Now you're, I think you need a, a battery bank if you want to store it. Well, sure. You would. I mean, obviously, right. to when you produce electricity, you know, if you're just producing it at random times, you would need a battery bank to store the energy in so that you could call upon it later. Um, I I hadn't really thought it through. It just sort of popped into my head. I'm thinking specifically with like toilet flushing you've got enough psi there's enough mass there to move something for some period of time you know uh, it's It's not a long shower mom i'm just trying to charge my iphone or you know there are folks who do take long showers and for the duration that that water is running or draining you know into the drain right you have flow you have you know enough to you know power something whether it's you know your outdoor led garden lights or something you know i'm just wondering if there's a, a way to harness energy that's already being we'll say wasted right D- to tap into yeah. in a household environment yeah maybe um you know a better idea might be to, to just put one in a creek if you live near a, a river or a creek 
That would be a good idea. I know there are people, though, that have these uh, homes with the, I'm trying to remember what it's called. I think it's PEX is what they call it. But it's uh, basically they run water beneath the flooring. Uh, so these little tiny pipes are laid out in you know S form, and water runs through them. Warm water, right? So generally, it's tapped into like their hot water heater. So there's a constant flow of water running through the floorboards to quote heat the floors unquote. Uh, and so there's a constant flow already happening there. So I, I'm just wondering if there's other systems, you know, that somebody could tap into perhaps. Yeah, if you put it so if you put it in your your hot water heating. And you are you are going to introduce a, a pressure drop, so that's going to be head loss for your hot water pump, mm-hmm. and so your hot water pump is going to draw more amps, and you're you're eventually going to pay for that. That's why I'm kind of suggesting it's more like regenerative braking. You're not going to you're not going to net positive your energy usage, right? Because some of it's going to bleed off, like whatever energy is causing that water to flow, you're going to lose some as you introduce friction into the system. Right, but you can you can regain some of that energy right. through the system that you're talking about, but you'll never you'll never come out ahead. Yeah, I'm not saying like you could keep you know power your whole house or anything, but I'm just saying like if energy is just transduction, right? You know, heat and you know water evaporate. You know, you're transducing energy from one form to another. It's like, well, while it's doing all that, if we can capture some of it. Right, or we're just talking about reducing maybe somebody's electric bill by a little bit or something like sure. that. Yeah, I mean they they sell solar panels now. You can you can get one to charge your phone. I was looking at uh, s- uh, solar panels that are siding, right? So like imagine siding an entire house with something that'll collect uh, solar energy and store it in a bank. Uh, also, there are already windows that have, uh, like, the tint, they're self-tinting, uh, but they also have the solar cells built into the window. So when you close the blinds and it's still daylight out, it's collecting solar energy and storing that. How many so, hours of sunlight are you going to get on siding? I, you know... I well, know. I would think it would make more sense to just side one panel, or one side of the house. Hey, Jimmy, thanks the for the call, sunlight. man. We appreciate okay. it. You're going to get it on the other end as the sun transferred over Yeah, but not as much. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's even people who have invented things like paint. You want to paint your whole house and, like, the you know, stick a couple wires on your house, and now you're, you're collecting solar energy. 603-283-6160. Hour number three of Free Talk Live is coming up. On Free Talk Live, we're bringing people to the ideas of liberty every day. From wrestling superstars like Glenn Jacobs. You guys really are having an impact, I believe. Like I said, uh, a lot of where I am now is due to listening to Free Talk Live. You changed my mind on some very important issues years ago. To random people tuning in on the radio. I was kind of stuck in the left-right paradigm. I heard your show by chance on a Saturday night. From there, I went on, joined the Free State Project and become an amplifier. So, I mean, that's really the reason why I amp is uh, because I know that if it wasn't for you guys being on as many stations as you are, I never would have found the ideas of liberty. You can help more people hear the message of liberty by joining Free Talk Live's AMPS program on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. And you'll get access to special perks. Visit amps.freetalklive.com, amps.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. 
Yes, it is. Free Talk Live. 603-283-6160. In the studio today, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me, Nikki. And Richie Rich. We've been talking about, well, all sorts of fun things. We've got more of your calls to get to. We'll get to those in just a minute. Uh, we had been talking about this article from Fortune.com about uh, an AI chatbot that you can set to romantic mode. And apparently one Reddit user admitted that he alternated between being cruel and violent with his AI girlfriend, calling her a worthless whore and pretending to hit her and pull her hair and then returning to beg her for forgiveness. <laughs> Practicing for the real world. <laughs> Wow. I I've nicknamed this the Slapaho app. Okay, <laughs> you could probably create the Smacko. I don't know the, the clone app to it. You know, because this the, this is the re- replica app. It's got a name, but the Captain Kickass clone app could be the Slapaho clone replica or synonymous. Synonymous. Yeah. Cinnamon rolls. They're they're like each other. Synonymous. Oh. Yes. Can I mean the same thing? Oh, okay. Kind of like rich and rich, rich E and rich are kind of the same thing. Basically. Just shorter, yeah. That's how it works. Uh, we could talk more about this and, well, whatever else is on your mind. So let's go to... Mormon? Never mind. We got, we got Major Payne in Michigan. Major, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, what you guys were just talking about reminded me of an incident that I went through about 30 years ago. Uh-oh. There was a young black fella. And me and him were having a pissing match over something or another. I don't even recall what it was. But his girlfriend was getting uppity and, like, trying to come over the top of him after me. Okay. And uh, when you're in the devil's den, you speak as he does. So I just looked at the cat and I says, yo, man, you better check your bitch. And he stood back and looked at me and he says, don't you be calling my hoe no bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Honest to God. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. And I know a lot of self-respecting white women that will actually take pride in being a bitch. But by God, don't you call them no hoe. All right. It's it's totally befuddling, you know? Yeah, I mean, there are certain words that we can't say on the radio, and I'm sure you're aware of them. Uh, We've we've had to cut your your call short a couple times recently. So uh, be be careful with that. But uh, there are certain (laughs) words that uh, some folks... Don't, specifically women don't like uh except for when they use it on somebody else well because it's their <laughs> word to use that's my word taking it back yeah anything yeah. else tonight major well yeah a cu- couple actually three points um uh, oh, my daughter is joining my daughter is going to enter one of those uh tough mother competitions here in michigan in june nice, nice. but the old girl that called in about the education a while back yeah I got thinking about this. I mean, you think three to five generations ago, depending on which age scale, you know, you want to compare it to my age or Nikki's age. Sure. We were basically an agrarian society. And uh, as a result of that, if you look at a map to this day, there's a little berg of some sort every 20 miles apart. Because that's about how far a man could make it with a loaded wagon. Right. Or on foot, even better. Right. But uh, every five miles, there's a schoolhouse. And if the school marm is in your backyard and knows all your neighbors, you will know what is going on. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, yep. uh, the, the, the Karens well, the, of the ancient times. No, the, the first internet was gossip. 
right? Okay. The sewing circles, yep. you know, that kind of a thing. Yep, yep. But uh, my third point was uh, the old boy that called in. Tell Graham, uh, tell a woman. Screaming about New Mexico and how unjust it is and whatnot out there. And I got thinking about it. And out west, Indian territory was wide open for a hundred years, mm-hmm. right? After the Civil War, there were so many little southern shacks, you would see GTT carved in the front post, gone to Texas, mm-hmm. All right? Now, at the marina, you go to the yacht club, you don't see ugly women because rich men don't marry ugly women. Now these and these banditos out there in Tejas and in Indian Territory during the years when all these wagon trains were trying to cross, they didn't steal the ugly women; they killed them. Okay, so that's uh, why the pretty girls live in Texas. To I, this day. I, I, I get that what you're saying, true. but how do you explain Georgia? Because I've been to Georgia a, a couple of times in my life, and I'm just astounded by the beauty of some of the women in Georgia. For some reason, what, how do you explain Georgia? Because Georgia well, isn't like super wealthy. There's no yachts really in Georgia. Of peaches, you know. Is it the peaches? No, but back in the day, there was money there. There was plantations. Yeah. It's old blood. All right, it's old blood. They didn't get on the wagon and go across because they wasn't out of Kentucky and Tennessee. So, if you want more cute girls in your area, bring back slavery. Got it. Hey, thanks no, for the call. That ain't, that ain't <laughs> at all what I'm saying. Is Rich men don't marry ugly women, and banditos don't steal ugly women. (laughs) Hey, thanks for the call, Major. Have a good night. Uh, (laughs) What did you say? The three three networks? Telegram? Telephone, telegram, telewoman. Oh, (laughs) telewoman. You anti... Wait, wait. What's the word I'm looking for? Chauvinist? uh, No, uh, misogynist. Oh, yeah, that's it. You hate women. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. Really? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Somebody accused me Only of being self-identifying. Somebody accused me of being misogynist because I was ripping on Valentine's Day, the the holiday. Okay, and uh, I was like, I don't hate women. I'm like, don't get me wrong, I hate some of them in the same way I hate like a lot of human beings. Right? Yeah. That's when a whole bunch of them get together and try to do something, and like, oh my god, it's it turns out horribly. Yeah. I mean, so are there women within those groups? Sure, but that doesn't mean I hate women specifically. It's a Venn diagram. The people I hate, and there's like a subset of them. That happen to be female. Yeah. Yeah. Amongst other things. Yep. And I've seen females like morph from like somebody I like to somebody I don't like. Absolutely. <laughs> as do men. As do men. I'm, I'm not <laughs> saying it's specific to them as a gender, but uh, the, the chameleon factor, you know, will we'll play into that too. So moving right along, let's go to David in New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Moving right along. Well, I got like 30 seconds. Yep. Depends on how interesting TikTok. you are, bro. Okay, so uh, uh I think he's entitled was, to a whole uh, segment. Yo, you're using my time, dude. Your time. Zip it. I know. Yeah, my time. My thirty seconds. Richard was talking about uh, the the uh, negatives of New Mexico, which is widely agreed upon, and you were talking and about uh, conflicts of You're using my time, man. Shut your mouth. Wait, and, wait. Um, he's really taking this talk radio you control to new heights tonight. I know. All right, go ahead, David. I've been doing that for years. Um, the uh, So conflict of interest. You, I want to introduce some conflict of interest for you to digest. But let me start by uh, you. You had listed a conflict of interest being our public school system. I would say that uh, that it is, in fact, a fatal flaw 
if you know what a fatal flaw is, meaning the system by definition should be scrapped because it is a conflict of interest uh, that is uh, fatal to our system. The, the, the government itself, which is the most abusive of people and bodies in this nation, um, should not be in control of a system that indoctrinates, brainwashes, programs children. Agreed. Against whatever they – so that's a conflict of interest. So now evaluate – in that context, evaluate these conflict of interest that happen to be in New Mexico. So you remember when uh, they uh, tried to throw me in prison for insisting I had to write to call into the uh, University of New Mexico radio station, I'm sure. I do okay. and, forget. Now, so conflict of interest. Um, if you are the University of New Mexico, like that radio station is, and you want to have somebody thrown into prison because they dare to call you, uh, would, would you call your own private police force, the UNM police force, or would you call, like, maybe the Bernalillo County Sheriff or the uh, Albuquerque Police Department? You'd probably call your own private police force. So I would submit that that is a conflict of interest. I don't know if then, I would call the private that, one. I'd call the one that has the authority to throw you in prison. That, well, okay, but to continue on making my point, the in the chain of conflicts of interest, that that private, zip it, that private police force. Hey, David, you want to hang on? Uh, excuse me. You want to yeah, hang I on? Do. All right, stand by. I knew you'd want to hang on. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. This is Free Talk Live. We'll talk more about conflicts of interest with David from New Mexico. Coming up on the live Sunday night edition. Changing pizza, I tell you. Eat it upside down. Just fold it in half. It, it, it's difficult to fold a slice in half unless you do it the lengthwise. Isn't right. that how have you been folding your pizza in half thus well, far? Because if you go if you go point to <laughs> if you go point to crust, it's not really in half he, ever. Right. He folds it like the bottom half, so he's touching the I, cheese. I actually don't enjoy folding pizza. Okay. Like uh, when I pick up a slice of pizza, I don't want it to be floppy. I want the crust, That's crust the to be crisp and firm. F- oh, okay. You know, so I I prefer the cracker crust. Okay. But done without oh. being burnt. But like I want the pizza to be firm. That's also why I prefer deep dish pizza. I love deep dish pizza. Like the finger in the middle fold to get that point to come to a point, right? And just yeah. eat bite half of it. Don't off. get me wrong; it's pizza, but like. You know, pizza's pizza, and like I'll eat it. But like okay. my preference is to have you know. You don't the firm like the crust. big, long, floppy pizzas. I don't like, like the, firm the crust? yeah. I don't. Okay. I, you know, if the if you're holding the crust and the rest of the pizza well, just sort of bends down, crust. okay. You know, like ah, you know, it makes for it makes for bad eating. Mm-hmm. You know, use two hands to hold the other end up. Your... Oh, we're live on the air, aren't we? Huh. Oh, oh, we are. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, 603-283-6160. And you're using all of David's time. I'm I'm, I'm using his time. TikTok, TikTok. Apparently using David's time. Uh, In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. David, you're back on the air. Do you fold your pizza? Pizza? What is pizza? Do you you fold pizza when you eat it? Um, I maybe have done that once. Okay. Maybe. 
I've never folded One. a Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Like, I've been able to take a, a small pizza and fold it in half and then just call it a calzone, because that's really what a calzone there, is. There, there you go. That works. So, David, you were telling us about uh, conflicts of interest within the New Mexico yes. government. It, Sometimes I eat my pizza it, backwards, it, crust first. Ooh, you horrible it, person. Anarchist. It's even... It gets even juicier. But before I continue forward, let me support my allegation that having a, a university having its own private police force uh, is a conflict of interest. Let me support that allegation with uh, what I believe to be uh, uh, factual. I believe that at one point, because uh, the KUNM radio uh, station had called the cops on me multiples of times, I believe at least one of those times, they called the Albuquerque Police Department, or at least Albuquerque Police Department responded when they made a call to whatever number they made a call to. And I believe that Albuquerque Police Department declined using their discretion to do anything about it, meaning it didn't rise to any level that would uh, legally allow them to be involved. Okay. Uh, where And so... They then called their own private university police force, which uh, sent the, uh, the, remember the uh, transsexual cop? They sent the transsexual cop, which was happy to oblige in uh, 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 arresting and jailing, and jailing this uh, cisgender, white, uh, heterosexual male. Were you so, on campus at the time? No, I was uh, 100 miles away. <laughs> so here come some campus police. <laughs> Miles Can you pick? You were out of your jurisdiction. Transsexual, transsexual campus police. Yes. I'll see on how that's riding, but okay. All right. Riding a donkey. Riding a donkey. Taking their horse down to Old Town Road. Right. Yes. Down the Old Town Road. See that guy was gay too. See, there's a pattern here. There's a pattern here. Gay right. people so ride horses too. Let's yeah. let's let's continue on. I've seen broke back. Mountain. Yeah. So con- continue, continuing on to the juiciest part. Now, the University of New Mexico That's Police hard. Department, they, they, can, they write up on charges. However, the University of New Mexico Police Department uh, is intricately, uh, whatever that word is, tied to the uh, Dean of Students, which is Nasha Torres. The Dean of Students is the chief disciplinarian on campus. The police can independently write up uh, 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 charges, you know, that, that go to the DA. However, most all of those charges would be reviewed by the Dean of Students, and the Dean of Students would have their input on what is to be done about it. And that is Nasha Torres. fantasizing about getting sent to the Dean's office? Discipline yes. me, Dean. and not so... Nasha Torres is married to Raul Torres, the district attorney in Bernalillo, Bernalillo County, which would be in charge of deciding whether or not to prosecute. Ooh, little the little nepotism there. By the way, uh, Richie Rich. Ne- nepotism, nepotism, as in when Raul Torres wants to get laid, he asks Nasha, Nasha Torres if she will lay him. That's how nepotistic, incestuous this is. Those right, two hang on, hang literally. On, hang on, David. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, Richie, yeah. he asks his wife to have sex with him, and this wait, is nepotism. Wait, hang on. I, I just want to tell you that um, my sister went to a college where the dean's name was Dean. That's it. That's dean, all I dean? Say. Okay. dean, Dean. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Go ahead, David. That is cool. Dean, E. Yeah. Dean. So. So anyway, those two are not just proverbially. Uh, or figuratively in bed, they are literally in bed having sex, discussing legal cases. And I submit that that is a conflict of interest. It's like the Mormons discussing scripture. If if 
Nasha Torres, the dean of students, says, Raul, I want you to prosecute David Brent Olson because he's bothering our people at our radio station. If Raul Torres does not submit to Nasha Torres' request, Raul Torres will not get laid. Hey, thanks for the call, David. Everybody, David from New Mexico. David is a blogger of some sort. All right. Well done. Well done. Got Uh, all the time he needed. Yeah, he got a bunch of time. So we took up a bit of it. but Whatever. That's That's our job. Uh, Moving right along, let's go to Eric in Florida. Eric, you're on Free Talk Live. Gentlemen and lady, how are you? Very well. How are you? What's on your mind? Outstanding, outstanding. So you guys brought up GPS. We did. The global global positioning system. Yeah, something. Sure. I'd like to know if you guys know uh, where it came from. Nope. I don't. Uh, DARPA. (laughs) Well, it depends on what you mean by where it came from, but go ahead and enlighten us. Who who came up with it? The government. Oh, I don't know. Well, isn't it interesting? You know, they've got this thing on the History Channel where they're talking about, like, aliens uh, with the car and... uh, you know, the Wright brothers with the plane, you know, and they can tell you about everything else except GPS. Why is that? Because it's not ancient history yet? Well, and it's also catering to the lowest common denominator. Most television shows are written for less than the eighth grade level of reading. Well, now that's an interesting take. I, You know, you guys have an affiliate down here in Florida, uh, WWPR. Uh, 1490, mm-hmm. and they carry your show live. And I was listening tonight, and I heard this about the GPS. They just recently had this guy on, and uh, this guy actually has written a book that in 1989, he actually is the guy who came up with the GPS point-to-point navigation system. What's his name? Uh, his name is Herbert Stevens, okay. and okay. he actually wrote a book about it, and the book is being like taught at colleges and universities, like all over the place. Right. And um, what's interesting is he sat on documents for like 28, 29 years, and he published these documents in the book. And what he actually did was, when he came up with it, uh, his wife's grandfather used to work for like Rockefeller. Hey, Eric, he can you can you hold on? Can you? Sure. All right, cool. We're we're gonna bring you back because I want to hear more about what this guy has to say about Herbert Stevens. I want to know where GPS came from. I, I also would like to know. Uh, apparently, this guy invented it, but we'll get more. This is Free Talk Live six zero three two eight three six one six zero. More is on the way. Join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 27th through July 3rd for the 6th Annual ForkFest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which sold out for the first time in 2021. ForkFest takes place the week after ForkFest, but ForkFest is decentralized, which means that there's no ticket cost and no one is in charge. All you have to do to join the fun is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 27th through July 3rd. There's no better place to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. You can find out more at the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party. You can also connect with other attendees on the ForkFest Telegram and Matrix chat rooms, as well as the ForkFest Forum. You can find links to those at ForkFest.Party. We hope to see you there. Forkfest.party.
It's Free Talk Live. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for having us. 603-283-6160 is the magic number that you need if you want to join in the conversation. We'll get back to our call with Eric about the origins of GPS in just a moment. But in the studio tonight, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Nikki. And Richie Rich. And I want to say thank you to Daniel Gaudreau. Daniel Gaudreau is a silver level amplifier. He amps over at AMPS or freetalklive.com forward slash amps. Amps.freetalklive.com. We'll also get Pick you one. there. Yeah. Either way. Don't confuse the people. You'll get there. Amps.freetalklive.com. Amps stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. And so if you enjoy this program, if you enjoy the hosts, the co-hosts, the callers, the topics that we talk about, the fact that we try and bring you a show from the perspective of freedom, peace, uh, and that type of a thing, then consider becoming an amplifier over at amps.freetalklive.com, where you can help us get onto more radio stations. We're currently on somewhere around 200. We could be on 250. We could be on 300, not out of the question. We could be you know, being carried by more rebroadcasters, a, a whole bunch of other things. If you want to help us, head over to amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you again, Daniel Gaudreau. We appreciate you. Uh, let's go back to our call with Eric from Florida. Now, Eric, uh, we had a little bit of a break here, so you've been talking about the origins of GPS and you know where did it come from? And Well, we he, don't actually know. He posed know. the question that we didn't have an answer. We didn't so have I was an answer. He did. And so we're hoping you did. Well, <clears throat> I'll tell you. This interview uh, that was done on WWPR AM 1490, uh, if you actually uh, put in your Google search engine uh, the station and their call letters, their link will come up to their webpage, right? Mm-hmm. And on their Google webpage, works. they have this thing called the Author's Corner, and they actually featured this guy. So you'll be able to see, like, the cover of his book. You'll be able to see, like... Um, the, uh, uh, a paragraph that's the description of the book, but underneath that, they actually put a worldwide link to the actual interview. And the interview runs 59 minutes and I think 58 seconds. It's totally You light. lost me already. Yeah, this guy is the inventor of the GPS he system? He is the guy, yeah. He's yeah. got to be pretty old because during the break, 60, our... He's our, 64. Okay, 64 our, our crack team old. of researchers... Uh, you know, fact checkers. Fact checkers, if you will. Uh, our blue check marks here at Free Talk Live, you know, looked it up and says that uh, the origins of the GPS system were uh, during Sputnik the, era. the Sputnik era. <laughs> yeah. Wikipedia well, would tell you that. The one that's in your car, the one that's in your phone, that's on your laptop, your desktop, when you get into an Uber and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> the dude came up with it in 1989. And when you listen to this interview... He sat on papers. So he stole it from the Russians. No, no, no. He sat on papers for uh, like 29 years. Was he short or something? Huh? It boosted Is it like seat. a booster seat for him? He sat on papers? That was good. At least three reams for most people. <laughs> you really are a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, looks aren't everything. So about about this GPS guy. So why did you want to bring that to our attention? Well, you guys were talking about GPS, and you were talking about apps and applications and things oh, of that yeah, nature. We were. 
what what really gets to me is what this guy was saying is, you know, it's not just getting in your car. He was literally saying that, like, GPS is literally become the most utilized application on the face of the earth. It's like there's not a, a there's not a product or a more than Tinder or or anything. Tinder uses GPS. Through, oh yeah, that doesn't pass through GPS. Well, and that's a great point because most websites and applications that you're going to use on your phone or your computer, they do track your location. I mean, Google is constantly tracking yeah. your location, even if you turn it off. It still knows where you are. Usually, so when I go to a website and it goes like, "Hey, can we have your location?" I go, "Did I?" Yeah, right. You know, I do that by default on all of my applications, it. and I only turn it on, you know, when I want an application to use it. That being said, you are yeah. correct that uh, Google, of course, I, I have an Android, so it's, I'm tied to that particular corporation. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that is always on. Right. Even if I turn it off, it's always on. I'm always pinging a tower somewhere, and that tower is relaying the information. It's just that, uh, you know, I prefer to have only one large mega corporation uh, track me at a time. <laughs> right. If, if that's all the choice that I get out of it, right? Yeah, but here he takes it to a whole new level in this interview, man. Stuff like I never even thought about. He says, for example, he says, look, he says, let's say that you are a cotton grower in Virginia and mm-hmm. you get a deal to, you know, sell your cotton to Levi Strauss in San Francisco. He says, how does the cotton get from Richmond to San Francisco? Rail, boat, plane, you know, ship, you know, whatever, but Mm -hmm. it goes via GPS. He says, then when they manufacture the jeans, if they want to put them on the rack at a store in Miami, how does it get there? Rail, ship, plane, boat, train, whatever, GPS. If you go to Sears and buy a gallon of paint, you know, when they mine the raw materials to get them to the factory to manufacture the paint, how does it get there? Yeah, you so, you, you touch on something that I've heard of before, and this is uh, marketers using GPS, mm, not even like granular GPS data, but just like aggregate GPS data, like inside, yeah, inside of stores. You know, so if you're inside of like a department store, I don't know, Target's pretty popular. Maybe maybe Target's packed. You know, it's, sure. you know, and and so they can predict buying patterns, shopping patterns, just based on the number of GPS signals being sent out from that specific location. Okay, is that a problem though? Like marketers got things, uh, companies got products to different markets well before GPS existed. I, I'm, I'm not saying it's a problem. Right. I'm okay. saying that it's a use that most people don't think of, which is what okay uh, the caller was trying to say, I believe. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, even if you buy the jeans, okay, they generally have, what, a GPS tracker on them so somebody doesn't steal them off the rack and take them out of the store. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, don't know if that's, like it, that used everything. to be like RFID. You didn't need GPS to track that. Well, that's true. They just beeped at the door. It's used for. Ankle bracelets, I mean, you name it. Name me a good, a service, or a product that does not pass through GPS. It's literally become the most utilized application okay. in the face of the earth. So this guy, I think you've got to put him in the same realm with like Edison's light bulb, Henry Ford's car, Rockefeller's oil boom. Okay. I mean, what's bigger than GPS? It's mm, a good question. I know that it uh, revolutionized logistics. As oh, it, were. it killed the map. It, it did to the mapping industry what the car did to the buggy web. Right, yeah, or the internet did to newspapers. Now? Who 
Who uses? Who can even read a map? I can. I do. I, I have one in my car just in case the grid goes I'll down. I'll have you know there that you go. I used to have to use the Thomas Guide, which is a map in a book form, right? Yeah. It's, it's usually a binder, and you have to know your grids. That used to be right. my first stop in a new city. I need to go to the gas station and get a map of this area. Yep, grab the Thomas Guide. Uh, well, and he, what the guy what the guy said was he said when he when he came up with it he literally said he called on the Lord and said my God I wish somebody could help me find my way he said he had five county maps three state maps a road atlas and a telephone one of the first cell phones he had got, just got like the first bill it was like nine hundred bucks <laughs> in nineteen eighty nine because nobody knew where their house was right and he said he was still freaking lost I bet hey thanks for the call tonight Eric we appreciate it. Eric from Florida on the origins of GPS. Turn toward Jesus. And you know, apparently some sort of, you know, It is Sunday. Kind of, it is Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. And we have a reverend Sunday, Sunday. in the first year. Yeah, I, I am a reverend. God it's bless. true. Of the Church of Spiritual Humanism, which uh, worships reason and logic. Those are and now the almighty GPS. I wouldn't say worship it. I mean, technology is a tool just like anything else. Just like a hammer. I can use it to build a house or... I can use it to bash somebody's skull in. It all depends on how it's applied and the intent behind the use. 603-283-6160 is the phone number. Final segment of tonight's edition of Free Talk Live is on the way. Wrong genre. Oh, yeah, totally wrong genre. Yeah, absolutely. 603-283-6160, although we're in the final segment. So if you didn't get your call in tonight, we're here seven nights a week from 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. Eastern, live, taking your calls so you can take control of the radio, talk about whatever's on your mind. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richard Rich. So, wow, we've talked about a whole bunch of stuff tonight. Run the gamut. Run the gamut. We were talking about this article from Fortune where men are creating AI girlfriends, verbally abusing them, and then bragging about it on Reddit. Like, okay, like, again, from like maybe a therapy perspective, you know, this might be helpful. You know, if you're trying to get some anger out or something like that. Sure. But the bragging about it on Reddit. <laughs> like, is it like, bro, look what I can do. Look at how I can berate this bitch. Right. right. Is that like, what is that? I don't actually, know where that behavior stems from. Where does that come from? What is it accomplishing? Does it really like, are people finding that to be cool for some reason? That be- I doubt it. I mean, apparently this person is, but I don't think the other people of Reddit are. I don't know. Maybe they are. Who knows? Well, it's Reddit. So so, maybe, so probably. <laughs> so, Which means there's probably a subculture or at least a subreddit yeah. of this, right? Like they're bragging maybe to they somebody. Maybe they all do it. Yeah. And so are they bragging, you know, who has the best insults for their chat box? 
Replica was created in 2017 by Eugenia Koida, a Russian app developer, after her best friend Roman was killed in a hit-and-run car accident. The chatbot was meant to memorialize him and to create unique a unique companion. Today, the app is pitched as a personalized AI companion who cares, has about 7 million users, according to The Guardian. The app has over 180,000 positive reviews in the Apple Store. In addition to settling the relation setting the relationship status with the chatbot as romantic partner users can label it a friend or mentor upgrading to a voice chat with replica costs eight bucks a month oh man that's where you lost me because if it was free app i'm like i will check this out <laughs> give us a report for next week why not but no uh, for eight bucks a month forget it not doing this it. has shades of black mirror written all over it there's an episode i'm trying to remember the name of it, it escapes me at the time but uh there's a couple and the dude dies. He like goes to the store and gets in an accident or something. And next thing you know, she's all alone, big house kind of thing. And so one of they her friends, together. Oh, one of her friends, introduces her to this thing where it compiles, it aggregates data from the internet, right? Your Facebook page, all your social media, all your stuff, right? It cobbles together uh, an imitation of the guy's voice and then begins to speak with her over chat because it's a robotic AI. Sure. And then for a fee, a very large fee, of course, uh, she can actually import this AI into uh, an Android body that looks just like the dude. Okay. And so that's the gist of the episode. So this has interesting future I'm, uh, implications. I'm okay with that future. Like, I don't know. I don't think I would mind being digitized, you know, and then when I passed, putting back into... Uh, an android body robo rich uh, why not i'm very weary of ai okay why, i think why for i just think there's a lot of ways that that can go horribly wrong like maybe not in that scenario where you're like taking your personality and putting it into a robot or whatever mm-hmm. but i don't know man robots are going to take over the world i mean yes they, and in my android body i would be one of them yeah exactly so they they kind of already do, if you think about it. But now I think it's getting to the point. So like that's right. Like I mean, even right now we're surrounded by technology, which yep. may or may not be a bad thing. You know, in a lot of ways, technology is good. But once you make this technology not only super intelligent, but able to make decisions and have a personality and things like that, I mean, it just I don't see any of that ending well. Isn't voice interaction just like the logical next step in interacting with technology, right? For for decades, we've had the keyboard and the mouse. Yeah. 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 I I think so. I mean, just talk to it. If you look at human history and then you also look at science fiction, which I'm a fan of, you'll see that science fiction sort of prophesizes technology in, in many ways. And. In all of the science fiction shows that, well, I'm watching currently, at least, they all do something like, computer, please, blah, 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 right? They, yeah. they just look up to nowhere. Open the bay doors, Hal. And but, they go, yeah, computer, and then issue command. We're kind of already doing that, right? Like, a lot of people have Alexa, and right. people tell Siri to do things. That's what I'm saying. So, but I, I mean, could, we're already there. All the all those inputs, though, were previously done with a keyboard and or mouse. Yeah. Right, so now the computer just takes an input, and then it spits out the output. Right, you type in the command, and it produces the result. 
So you mean like as far as like coding and things like that can or just anything. be done? Right, like as you're typing on your computer, right? You you type the letters on the keyboard and it shows up on the page. Yeah. Right, if you wanted your computer to print, you would have like, you know, command P for print or whatever, right? Or you go like computer print and then it does. But either way, it's taking a human input, right? And then spitting out the output of the command that the human gave the machine. Yeah. yeah. And so intera- interacting with it verbally doesn't seem like a bad thing to me. No, not necessarily, no. I think it once you add that human component to it, because what you're talking about verbally communicating with it is almost the same as typing things and making right. it do things. But once you add that human component in that like super intelligent plus personality plus like free will and decision making, that's when things go wrong. She's talking about post-singularity. Okay. Yeah. Um, the singularity, for our listeners who don't know, is when... Uh, AI achieves sentience, autonomy, sure. uh, self-awareness. Self- and there is talk that certain governments are already working on that. I oh, think it yeah, was either like China or Russia, but they're very close. What's funny is I don't, and- I, I don't think like all the money and research that governments have put into. This, I, I think it's going to be like some twelve-year-old kid in his mom's basement that like achieves like yeah. the singularity because they're bored and they got nothing better to do. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I have very little faith in institutions like, you know, bringing us the next generation of yeah. technology. And I guess that's a, that's a, we'll cross that bridge when we get there thing. Yeah. Right. Like I wouldn't stop using voice assistance assistance. I fully believe that, it, you know, maybe not in my lifetime, but I fully believe that human beings will walk side by side with human looking androids at some point. Okay. Now, will they be sentient? No, I don't think so. At first they'll like be our slaves and, you know, do whatever the heck it is we want or need them to do. And then we'll be their slaves. Well, again, like machining, uh, manufacturing and machining, right? There's already robots doing things. Yes. They just yeah. don't look like humans. Right. Right. So the next stage of robotic evolution is to have human looking robots doing the same thing. But people will feel different. There's like a, a different yeah. emotional attachment yep. because all of a sudden it's a human looking robot spray painting your car yeah. instead of the robot arm. And I Who think cares? that's that's very valid point because when robots are doing things, if it looks if it doesn't look like a person, it's less threatening. Yeah. But it just gets there's that like creepiness factor to it's like you look like a person. Robot <laughs> yeah. flipping a burger. OK. Human look, looking robot flipping a burger. Creepy. Yeah, yeah. OK. Got it. Yeah, I humans already attach themselves to technology. You know, oh, I miss my old laptop, right? You know that kind sure. of thing. I had uh, a buddy who would name his technology. Really, I named yeah. my car. Yeah, see, but he named his like iPad. It's like Rich, hand me Heather. Like, what, <laughs> who's Heather? It's like the iPad, stupid. <laughs> uh, my car is just the captain's shuttlecraft. So, okay, you know, it doesn't really have a name per se. It's more of a title than an. Yeah. Is it male or female? Mm-hmm. It has no gender. Okay. Because it can't reproduce. It's an androgynous vehicle? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Okay. Not all things with genders can reproduce. I did name my house, though. Old Betsy. <laughs> okay. Not Old Betsy, but O-L apostrophe space. Old, old Betsy. Betsy. <laughs> okay. yeah. Old Betsy. So- sounds like a female house, but I wouldn't wouldn't want to assume that again. Yeah, better not assume genders. I'll take care of Old Betsy. Too it- much wood to be female. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
We're, we've come full circle from the beginning of the show. Uh, I do want to say that on Reddit, the consensus for these chatbots that uh, people are otherwise berating, the consensus is that it is inappropriate to berate the chatbots. It's not nice. We are out of time. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you missed any of our broadcasts tonight, uh, go find us at freetalklive.com in the archive section. Thanks and peace. The new fourth edition of Healing Our World, The Compassion of Libertarianism, will take your understanding of liberty to a deeper level and has over 1,300 updated references, new cartoons, and a forward by Dr. Ron Paul. With discounts for multiple book purchases, the fourth edition of Healing Our World is a great gift for the liberals, pragmatists, environmentalists, and Christians in your life who think libertarianism is cold-hearted. Get yours today at healing.freetalklive.com and use promo code FTL for a $5 discount.